Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. On one of the shoots recently, we were able to take advantage of a really cool situation, and that is uh, a, a time and a place where the triple tail were very prolific. They were everywhere. They were floating on virtually every piece of debris, floating on every trap buoy, fl- floating out by themselves in the middle of nowhere. And this was really cool because the triple tail, the triple tail honestly is a fish that I personally don't encounter as much as rich or as much as, you know, some people that are constantly fishing in areas where they are. I don't fish the Everglades as much as I fish Key West area and the, you know, the Keys. I like the clear water. I love the Everglades, but, you know, I really like the clear water. I love to fish for permit, tarpon, bonefish, whatever. I go up to the Everglades a lot, but it's, it's, it's not my favorite. I like it. It's not my favorite. The Everglades is the place where you see a lot of triple tail. In fact, on the park boundary is where you'll see a line of trap balls because they can't, uh, put their crab traps or lobster traps inside the national park. So they'll put them on the exact boundary of the national park. And that offers an, a great opportunity for people to run along those buoys. And if the triple tail are out there and if they're happening, they will be floating on their side next to those buoys, very close to the surface of the water. And you can actually see them as you're running by in a lot of cases. Some of them are small and some of them are larger. The triple tail is a species of interest because it is an outstanding fish on the table. Triple tail is definitely one of my favorite fish to eat. It's also definitely not one of my favorite fish to clean, but, and and that is because they are kind of prehistoric. They have a very uh, tough hide, very tough scales. They are, they are a tough fish. And so they're certainly not as easy to clean as a yellowtail snapper or a dolphin or, you know, something like that, that is, you know, you can cut it like butter. These things require a little, little extra elbow grease to get in there. And, uh, but once you do, it's all worth it because the meat is perfectly white and some of the best flesh of any fish in the ocean. Definitely one of the, my favorites. Um, so the triple tail, um, can be found in a place that is interesting to fish because you can see them on the surface and you can throw to them. And then when you catch them, if they're big enough, they're really, really, really good to eat. So 
um, that's a species that we'll fish for when they're around and when they're, when it's happening, we'll fish for them in this situation that we were in when we were filming a show, they were around, like I've never really seen them around in this area and they were floating everywhere. Now, What's happening with a triple tail, and I don't know if you've ever seen one, but they have a tiny little beady eye, right? As opposed to something like a permit that has a giant eye. Um, and I'm not exactly sure. I'll have to ask Lori Swikert this, but I, I think that the size of the eye probably has uh, something to do with how well that fish can see. Certainly seems that way when you look at the fish. It seems like a permit would have much better vision than a triple tail. And when you fish for these fish, that's pretty much my experience where it seems like a triple tail can't see quite as well or quite as far away as a permit. Also, you're finding them a lot of times, certainly in the area where we are fishing, where the water is a little dirtier. So for that reason, they can't see as far away. So what needs to happen is you got to put the bait, fly, jig, whatever you're throwing, fairly close to the triple tail. The triple tail can swim pretty fast when you hook it, but I don't get the feeling that a triple tail can swim very fast for an extended period of time. So it's kind of like an ambush feeder. It could it could swim pretty fast for a, for a very short distance, but then it's going to kind of decide, nah, not, not worth it. To me, it's not like a, certainly not like a, a king mackerel or a barracuda or something like that. That's one of the fastest fish in the ocean. And uh, when something moves away from it fast, it only gets more excited. A triple tail kind of, if something moves away from it, is just going to kind of lose interest and stay on the buoy because that's that's what it's doing. So you have to throw very close to the fish and then you have to kind of move whatever it is that you have in a slower fashion away from it for it to kind of think that it wants to bite that lure or fly or whatever. And now I say lure or fly or jig because you can catch them on all of those and catch them on bait, probably a live shrimp, maybe uh, something that they like to eat the most, but a live shrimp has its issues with being able to throw it that far. Uh, you may, you know, if the shrimp are small, you can't throw it very far. So you might use a, a, a jig, that's tipped with with shrimp, or you might use a jig that's tipped with some kind of artificial, like a gulp shrimp. That can be very good. Or you can use flies. Flies work really well. In fact, I think that flies sometimes work the very best because you can make a cast. If it's not exactly where you want to, to throw it, you don't have to reel it all the way back in and then recast and have a potential of throwing your shrimp off or or having another fish bite it as you're, as you're on your way in, you can actually pick that up from 40 feet away and lay it back down very gently. If it's not where you want to put it that time, you, of course you pick it up and do it again. So the fly can be very, very effective for triple tail. Triple tail want to eat. They're there looking for stuff. So when you throw the right cast, they kind of come over and eat it. And when I first started fishing for triple tail, I thought everything was, um, associated with the surface where I could see the fish. And as I fished for them more and more, I found another technique that works really well. So the one first technique that I'm talking about where it's on the surface is you throw your fly over there and you pull it right in front of the fish's face and kind of keep it moving in a slow fashion away from it. And when he starts moving towards it, you just keep pulling it away about the same speed and pretty much he'll come over there and eat it. Uh, same kind of thing with a live shrimp. 
all of that happens right on the surface and you can see what's going on very clearly. But one of the things that I, that I saw a couple of times was that I would pull it just slightly away from the fish, especially when I was using a jig and a shrimp or a jig and a gulp shrimp. And the reason why I would have to move it faster is because obviously the jig has weight. And so if you move it slower, it starts to sink. And then the fish would go out of my field of vision because the water was a little bit dirty. And I would have no idea where the fish was in relation to the bait. And I wasn't getting bites. One time I threw over there. And I got it in front of the fish and he didn't eat it. And he just kind of followed slowly. And I just let it drop to the bottom right there. Just kind of open the bale and let it drop. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And sure enough, I get a bite and it's that fish or a fish, uh, a triple tail. And so that technique has been very productive. And it was very productive on this latest shoot to where... um, we would throw in there and if the fish did not come after it right away or if he started to follow it kind of lackadaisically or kind of, you know, he wasn't super aggressive, we just let it drop right there. And the fish would, you would see the fish turn nose down and start to follow the bait downward. And you just wait long enough. And sure enough, that fish follows it all the way to the bottom, I guess, and finds it because I guess, because I can't see it anymore, but it seems like it's going all the way to the bottom. The fish finds it, bites it. And we were able to catch a lot of fish that way that we would not have caught, uh, just trying to keep everything on the surface. Because one of the things that's happening is you've got wind, you've got tide, you're oftentimes getting blown towards these fish, um, or, or pushed by the current towards the fish. And uh, if they drop out of sight, you just don't know where they where they go because the water's a little dirty. So you, you, you can no longer see them or the boat kind of is pushed over the top of them and it will spook them. So we were able to throw further away. If we didn't get the, the response we were looking for, we would just let that jig fall to the bottom. And uh, we caught a lot of fish that way. So I don't know if you have that same experience with triple tail, but that's certainly a good way to do it. Uh, let it drop to the bottom and see if they will come over and bite it. Uh, make sure the fish is legal uh, before you take it because there is a legal size to them and that size has changed. So check your local um, your local regulations and make sure that you're getting getting um, a good one. And then a shout out to my friend, uh, Josh Jorgensen, Black Tip H. You guys probably know him from his YouTube videos. But recently, man, Josh posted the single largest triple tail I have ever seen was caught in Louisiana. No surprise. Oftentimes fish are the largest in the northernmost portion of their range. And I would imagine that that's probably pretty northernmost for, for a triple tails range. And, and it's common to have really large ones in uh, Louisiana. But the one that Josh caught was, <laughs> it was the biggest thing I've ever seen. I don't know how much it weighed, but you should go look at his Instagram, Black Tip H, and uh, scroll back through and see if you can see this picture of this triple tail because it is literally a dinosaur. The thing is absolutely the biggest thing I've ever seen. So congratulations to you, Josh. And uh, you guys go check out Josh and Black Tip H. We also did a podcast with him. One of the first podcasts we did was a great one. So go back and check that out too if you want to learn more about Josh. Okay, that's Triple Tail. How to Tuesday today. If you catch a big one, send it to me. Podcast at saltwaterexperience.com. 
Also, you can tag me on Instagram, Tom underscore Roland. That would be cool. I'd love to see it. All right. See you. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.